Hello, I am Gargi, host of Text to Task, Simplifying Education. My belief is that every day we have the opportunity to be inspired, to grow, bring joy, serve and be role models. Thank you for joining me today. Please share the show by sharing, tag me or DM me on Instagram so that I can say hi to you. For daily updates and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at millennial underscore teaching learning. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has now entered its seventh month. To find out what is happening with the teachers and students on the ground, we will talk to a Ukrainian teacher. If you are interested, keep listening. Air raid sirens are heard almost every day in Ukraine. 284 educational facilities have been destroyed and around 2,000 damaged since the Russian invasion in February 2022. This is the destruction of childhood. As Russians swept through the towns and villages in Ukraine, many teachers stood beside their students. One such teacher joins me today on the podcast. I'm pleased to welcome Ms. Gana Khatse, her persistence has shown her students that she's there for them. Gana is an associate professor teaching adult learners. Gana, thank you so much for joining me. Let me start by asking you, what influenced your decision to pursue a career in teaching and education? Thank you for inviting me for such an opportunity. Uh, speaking about my uh, what influenced me, my grandpa always wanted me to be a teacher. He grew up at a time when teachers were one of the most educated and respected people. He greatly appreciated and admired their work. However, I couldn't see myself as a teacher. I believe that my character, I'm an active, energetic, and emotional person, was new, uh, was not suitable. So I became a translator and a philologist in general. But then uh, one of the institutes offered me to work uh, as an ESL teacher, and it drastically changed my life. I have been teaching for 19 years since that time, and I really love what I am doing. I love my students, I support them, and uh, I believe uh, they respond to me the same. Okay, it's inspiration that you've inspired by your grandfather. Okay, let me get to the next question. Can you describe how a typical day looks like for you at school, be it online or in person? Mm -hmm. It's rather difficult to answer this question because our days are not the same, especially right now. 
And uh, online teaching has changed the way we organize our working process. But three things are not changeable, like preparation for our lessons, total commitment to students, and checking tasks. My day starts early in the morning and ends late in the evening. Uh, and I have to combine professional and personal life right now because my family needs their mom and wife. My students need their teacher. <laughs> That's why it's uh, it's changeable. Okay. Uh, which topics in the curriculum do you enjoy teaching the most? I'm a kind uh, of person who can find something valuable and exciting in any topic. I try to present the material in such a way that it would be engaging and inspiring for students, most of all. Uh, so give me a topic and I will develop an unforgettable plan and tasks. Uh, I like subjects that make students think and be creative like technology, what if you were, uh, rhetorics, uh, the ability to present information in English, uh, something that can uh, influence their communication, that can improve their skills. And uh, I enjoy teaching grammar, really. I adore in English grammar. <laughs> okay, that's great. Many teachers are afraid to teach grammar. Okay, now. Um, I can help. Yes, yes, sure. If I need some help, I'll definitely contact you. Okay, okay. now uh, let me come to the most uh, important part of this conversation. Would you be comfortable sharing a bit about how you have supported your students during the war? Yes, I, I would share... Now my country really suffers from terrible, cruel, and I can tell inhuman Russian military actions. I live in Zaporizhia and uh, it's 40 kilometers from hostilities. It's too close. Uh, most of my region's territories are temporarily occupied by the invaders. Also, all the world uh, knows about the Zaporizhia nuclear plant, power plant, and that nightmare that is happening there. So many of my students found themselves trapped. Of course, some of them succeeded in leaving those territories, and now they are scattered around the world. However, uh, many of them are still... Um, there with their relatives, with their families. Some live in the Ukrainian territories uh, which the enemy permanently and cynically shells. For example, one of my students uh, alone takes care of her paralyzed uh, grandparents and she can't leave them. Every day she doesn't know if they will see their next day. It's awful, both physically and psychologically. But um, you can't imagine how proud I am of my students, really. They are strong, they are unbroken. Um, no matter what is happening, they do their best to continue their studies. 
and help our country and their families. On our part as teachers, uh, we do everything possible and impossible to support them. Uh, they can write to me anytime, not only about task, uh, but also about their fears, emotions. We keep in touch through all social media and messengers. Those who can't attend online classes can access our Moodle system and where we place all materials, tests, tasks. So it's not a problem at all for them to find uh, material. Every week, our students write to us about their location and any changes in their lives. So we know about uh, their lives. We have also um, special psychological help where they can uh, find support and share their fears. And it will be only among uh, them and the specialist. Uh, all our time limits for passing tests uh, have become flexible. I would say that we have started working without time limits at all. Um, I can't tell uh, that my working day starts at 8 and finishes at 5 p.m., for example. Uh, no, if uh, students need help and some consultation, I will help them any time of the day, except nights. <laughs> we also need some rest, something like this. Very inspiring, very uh, uh, well, and I really my heart goes out to the students who are continuously changing their location. It's it's really it it really tells you the ugly side of the war. My last question to you is: What are the challenges of teaching in wartime, and how have you dealt with them? As I have already said, working without time limits is one of the greatest challenges. Uh, you constantly have to be in touch with students. Uh, it has become my habit to check all my messengers and listen to notifications. Uh, while delivering lectures, I have not only to think about the material and students, but I should also follow alerts. And if there is an air alert, we stop our activities and go to a safe place or shelter. When it finishes, we continue. I always must think ahead and work out several plans and various tasks. I must prepare theoretical and practical material in multiple formats uh, because I don't know uh, my students' technical options. Besides, I must always be ready to drastically change the course of uh, my lesson and adapt to the current situations. Um, and we also shouldn't forget uh, that except uh, for my students, uh, I have my family, my sons, one of whom is only three years old, <laughs> who needs my attention too. And so it's really challenging. Uh, but... Uh, my face uh, in our bright future and uh, my sons do not uh, let me give up. When I look into their eyes, I understand that I have no right to give up and panic for their sake and for our bright, peaceful future, for our children, for our students, for our people. Thank you, Ms. Gana Khatser, for talking to me. We are so pleased to have you on the show. 
a damaged or occupied school or university not only disrupts learning but also puts the post conflict reconstruction of communities and economies at risk education must be protected in ukraine and the world over